All right. Ready to go? Reg? Yeah? Let's go. Perk it up. It's not Christmas vacation yet, my friend. <laughs> all right. Let's get set, uh, it all set. Here we go. Put in the books 291, episode 291. As usual, I will give you the three S's. I'll give you the countdown. You give me the music. And I will, in this, in this season of giving, give you a podcast. How's that? All right. Here we go. Episode 291. The Christmas issue. The Christmas episode. Some, well, I'm going to be talking about some Christmas stuff today. So, All right. You ready to go? Here we go. Star, smile, strong. All right. Here we go. <sighs> Getting ready. Here we go. Three, two, one. Hey, it's Elton Jim Toronto, and this is Captain Podtastic. And welcome to another episode of Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic. Every Monday, a new episode is posted at WGNRadio.com or wherever you go to find your favorite podcast. We are there. And don't forget, listening is certainly an important part of your participation in this podcast. But we also hope that you'll go that extra mile get out there send a link send a message tell your friends tell your family that your favorite podcast is elton jim's captain podcast and it should be theirs too you go on to any kind of website if you find it you can rate and subscribe to this podcast and as i said let everyone know you listen to elton jim's captain podcast and they should too hmm Yes, Ollie. And if you like what you hear, don't forget, go to, your, go to WGNRadio.com, go to the podcast section, hit the prompt for this podcast, and you will find all previous podcasts that we've done. Five years and counting. We're getting close to six years. May of next year will be our sixth anniversary. There's 290 episodes just sitting in that vault waiting for you to binge on. It's the holidays. It's time for binging. So while you're binging on holiday cookies and you might be binging on some alcoholic beverages, binge on Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic podcast. And you could start with right now, episode 291. So it, uh, it is Christmas week as this is posted. Christmas uh, at the end of the week here, but uh, we're in the home stretch. We're in the home stretch. It seems to go faster every year, doesn't it? Boy, how cliche does that sound? But, <laughs> but it's true. When you're a little kid, Christmas can't come fast enough. And when you're older, it comes in a blink of the eye and it's gone. And uh, I still have a childlike uh, I don't even know what it is. Is it a love, an affection? I don't know what you would even call this emotion. A connection? I don't know. Um, but from a young age, I always enjoyed Christmas. More than my birthday, more than anything else. Um, I think it was because it was the communal aspect. You, It wasn't, you know, birthday is very personal. 
And it's your big day, I know that, and people go all hog wild for their birthdays. And I've never, as I've said many times here, I've never been a real big birthday guy. And my and, and my birthday is two weeks exactly two weeks after Christmas, which might be another reason why. And I've talked about that. It's always been kind of a uh, a push and pull with me because. Uh, you know, I uh, I I understand the importance of the birthday, but at the same time, it always seems to have had some diminished meaning for me because it was so close to Christmas, and then a week later is New Year's, and then a week later is my birthday, and everybody is kind of partied out and celebrated out, and then here I am trying to make some more commotion. So my birthday was kind of always muted. My my official birthday parties were always later in the year because, you know, later in the in the month, I mean, toward the end of January, because, you know, my parents were like, you know, how many times can we keep seeing these same people? <laughs> We've just seen them for like two weeks in a row. So let's give everybody a break. Everybody's kind of holidayed out, you know, Thanksgiving and, and you know, a month before. And then you got Christmas and Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and then New Year's a week later, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Many times we would celebrate all of those. So then, and then a week later, my birthday. Oh, so my birthday was always kind of pushed off to the second or third or sometimes fourth week of January. And, and it just kind of lost, for me, I guess, it, it lost its its specialness. And I'm not, I'm not mad about that. It's, uh, it's the luck of the draw. Uh, I have talked on many occasions here that I am not a fan of the combination Christmas and birthday present. I don't know if that still goes on. Uh, I don't know anyone... Uh, in my sphere here with 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 a similar kind of of birthday uh in the last twenty or thirty or forty years, so i don 't know but um back when I was growing up um, there were different times, and uh, yeah, there were many people that did the combination birthday Christmas present as I said on many occasions um it wasn 't twice as big the present wasn 't twice as big or twice as uh uh and I, I want to say expensive, but I mean it wasn't twice. It wasn't twice the 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 gift that you would expect. It's a combination. That, that combination means the, the 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 melding of more than one, right? But you can't say, well, here's here's a gift, and it's good for both, but it's kind of just one gift. If you're going to go hog, if you're going to say it's a combination gift, I'm looking for some big box. I'm looking for some major box here. And a lot of times it was it was kind of like a throwaway. So, whatever. That's that's something uh, that I have to still deal with. Obviously, <laughs> many years down the road, it's still bugging me. <laughs> but but Christmas, I think I enjoyed because of the communal aspect. You got together with your family. There was the decorations. There are all the movies, and there's the TV shows and the music and. And obviously the Santa thing, and I became a big fan of Santa early on. And I look back at some photos that I have, and I can see why. Because there are some Santa dolls that I have now, that I still have, that I use as decorations in our home, that I had from when I was one years old. And I always knew these dolls were old, but I didn't know just how old they were until I saw pictures of me. At one years old, one year old, whatever, is there an S after that? One year old, and there I am holding this doll. 
And one Santa, which I put on the tree, it's a small little doll. It's, it's not even, it's, it's kind of like a made of styrofoam. It almost looks handmade. I don't know. But I, I apparently um, it was on my, a present that my godmother gave me for my first Christmas. And I have to understand, my first Christmas was almost a year after I was born. It wasn't like, oh, I was born and three months later was my first Christmas because my birthday was January 8th. So by the time, you know, December 25th came of that year, you know, Christmas was over the past year and then I'm born. So I was almost a year old for my first Christmas. I wasn't just some, you know, lump of uh, of flesh that was hanging around for a few months. I was, you know, I was up and around. But uh, apparently, my mom saved this doll from my my godmother, my aunt Laura, and uh, and so uh, and I still have it. She kept it, and it's still intact. And uh, I remember seeing this thing always around. My mom always had it displayed, and it. It thankfully made it made it through the cut. It made it through the transition of many decades, um, and here it is still on my Christmas tree. And my aunt is uh, my godmother has passed many years ago. My mom has passed, um, but that little Santa is there as a memory to both of them. My aunt for giving it to me on my first birthday, my first Christmas, and for my mom for realizing the importance of it. And keeping it for me. And so um, it's on the tree, and it's always a very little uh, heartwarming and special little moment when I put it on the tree. I just always remember both of them for that. Uh, and I remember them for more than that. But it, at that moment when I'm putting on the tree, it's like, wow, yeah, look at this. this. This little Santa has been around for a while. And hopefully I'll be able to celebrate him for many, many more years, too. he's going to put on some major, hopefully he's going to have some, a a, a very long life. Let's put it that way. We're we're keeping our fingers crossed, but, um, but yeah, so I've always loved Christmas and, um, and as, as I grew older and, and began, uh, to celebrate, you know, when I was about 18 or so, uh, I had a room in the basement. I had a room up, stairs in our in our house for many years and but then we had some room in the basement and so i made my so, so some privacy you know i mean you're 16 17 years old you, you know i think i was about 16 or 17 you know you want to get a little privacy and so I, I i i took this part of the of the basement and sort of made it my room and then and and that was really because you know when my when my bedroom was in my in the as part of the house you know there was a christmas decorations around the house but they weren't it was it was mainly in the front room near the dining room in the front room by the front of the house uh, where the tree was and things like that and and a few little trinkets made their way through the rest of the house and back into the den area but uh, for the most part it was there it wasn't I, but i didn't really have anything christmasy in my room per se but when i then went in and got my own room in the basement, and I was kind of by myself. That's when I really started, I believe, my own journey, if you will, of Christmas decorations. And uh, anybody who knows me knows whatever I, whenever I get into something, I get into it whole, you know, full tilt. There's no little toe in the water. I may try something out. And I may dip my toe in then, but if I'm if I'm liking what I like, uh, I jump right in 
I'm, I'm water over my head. You know, I'm drowning in it of whatever I like. I, I go to the extreme. I'm always very passionate and always, when I like something, I really like it. And so that's when I think I really started to get my Christmas uh, decoration bug when I had my own room because I was now separated to some extent, you know, all the other Christmas decorations were upstairs and I was in this room now a lot more regularly than I was upstairs. So I had, I found, and I bought my own little tree. So I had a tree and then I started to, you know, I, I, I poached a few of the Christmas decorations from upstairs that I, that I felt were mine, like this Santa doll that I was telling you about. Not only the one that my godmother gave me, but then this other big stuffed animal, not an animal, stuffed, Santa doll, which I still have, as I said, at least I must have got it at least for my first Christmas because there's a picture of me at at almost one years old with one year old with that with that doll. So I brought I, I poached a few things down from upstairs, but then I started to just you know buy some other things too, and decorated my my room, and it was a nice size room because it was in the basement, so I had some space. Um, it was kind of like a pre loft era. <laughs> but I actually had walls and a door. I actually had a door. It was was they they, they called it like a dormer, uh, and some homes would have like this little mini house. It actually had a bathroom and a sink and like a kitchen area in it, and then a bedroom. It was very small, but it did have those utilities in it. So I did have some privacy, and I and I was able to um, to decorate it myself. And it was pretty cool for a 16, 17-year-old kid to have that kind of room. So I had that, that privacy. But that's what I think when, I, when, my, when my, Christmas, my Christmas decorations started to take hold on my own. And then it continued through my 20s. And then when I got married, uh, well, then I had uh, a, nice, a nice little collection and by that time, too, my parents were getting older and they weren't putting up as much of the decorations as they as they used to. So then I was like, well, let me take that and that and that. And I started, I took a little more from them. <laughs> I, I, I left them with enough stuff that they could still feel Christmassy. And they didn't mind. But yeah, but then I went full tilt. And, um, and now our house is... Uh, you know, is just a, uh, it's just filled with, with Christmas stuff. And I love doing it. It's a, it's as, as some friends came over who never, some friends who, who, uh, I've known the, them for quite a, a number of years, but never came over to our house. We were kind of like social friends and they came over to the house recently. And I said, well, you've got to see our, our Christmas decorations. And wow. When they walked in, they, they were, you know, my friend's wife was like, this looks like a department store. <laughs> which I thought was a great description. Nobody who's ever come to the house described it that way, but I thought that was spot on. I'm like, yeah, that is, ex- I mean, it does look like, like a Christmas store. It looks like a Christmas store. I just have to burn some potpourri. Uh, but yeah, the music's playing and everything's there. Everywhere you look, there's a Santa or a snowman everywhere you look. And in fact, as, as I was taking him through the house, I was saying now, uh, you also have, a, not only is this a passive tour where you can just look at everything, but it's also a, an active tour uh, through all of our rooms and all the different Christmas decorations because um, if you see a space anywhere here that does not have a Christmas decoration, please let me know because we will, we will fill it. 
the goal here is that everywhere you look, there should be something red and white or wearing a beard or wearing a top hat like a snowman. There, that's the goal. So, um, but yeah, she said, it looks like a Christmas store. And then my friend said, um, wow, this is, this is quite a commitment, <laughs> which again, I thought I, I had never heard that phrase before, but, uh, he's a little more analytical guy. And he just said, wow, this is really some commitment. And I guess that is, I don't know if I should be committed for my Christmas spirit, or this was a commitment into putting it up, but, um, but it is not an obligation by any, by any means. I don't feel obligated. I enjoy doing it. It certainly is a commitment. I mean, he, he, they both, it was, I, I thought it was great. They, 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 they both came from two different mindsets, but they really, they really were, um, were right on in terms of uh, their first reactions because it, it does look like a Christmas store with just so much stuff, even though nothing in there is for sale. Which could be the topic of my podcast today. But also, yes, it does take commitment. It does take time. I've got about 15 of those big bins, those big, you know, storage bins. And not just the smaller ones, the bigger ones. About 15 of those, if not more, with stuff that we put up every year. And uh, it takes to, to get everything done. And not even just to get the stuff up, it takes about 16 hours, two days and 16 hours. I I timed it this year. It was about 16, 17 hours, 16 and a half, over two days. And that did not include decorating our tree. I put the tree up within that 16 hours, but I did not decorate the tree. Waited a couple of days after that. And then decorated, and that took about two and a half hours. Our tree is so filled with ornaments. I there really is nowhere else to put an ornament. There are some ornaments that we don't even put up. Not a not a whole shoebox full, but maybe about a shoebox full. You know, of ornaments that we just can't put up. And some, you know, gain and lose favor over the years. You buy some new ones, you go, oh, geez, I don't know what to do this. And we've thrown some out that we just don't like or they've broken and things like that. They just lost their, as I've always said about throwing stuff out, if it, if it lost its luck, if it doesn't pass muster, if it's, I got to get my own phrase here. If it's lost its luster, it doesn't pass muster. And that's you throw. That's when you throw it out. Now, I know there's this book about organizing where something is supposed to spark joy. Okay, I. That's not mine. Mine is muster and luster. I like rhymes, but um, but yeah, I mean, I, I we got to a point where I'm like, we we really can't. One of what we bought, we we had or we had pre-ordered a, a Santa ornament, and it came in uh, about two weeks after we had already decorated the tree, and so it's a it's a great Santa ornament. We really like it. And it's a little big. It's it's bigger than the normal one would be. And it it literally took me 10 minutes to find a place to put this ornament. And I had to move others around and then some others fell off because they're hanging off by you know, hanging by a little thread, literally sometimes, off of a branch. You know, but it was it was 10 minutes. 
because I wanted to put it in, in a place of prominence because it was a new ornament and we really liked it. So we wanted to see it, not just throw it in the back somewhere where you can't see it. But uh, yeah, so I mean, I don't know. There was a time when we used to have three trees and uh, and then they just got old and they it was it was I don't well, we were just like, you know what? I mean, do we really need three trees? They were small trees. They weren't huge. Um, we did get rid of two of them, but we used, but those used to be filled, but they weren't even filled with ornaments. Like one was filled with all these Anna Lee dolls that we have. And another was filled with all of my Rankin and Bass figurines. They filled trees. <laughs> so needless to say, um, as I said before, I, I, when I'm getting into something, I really get into it. And Christmas decoration is something that I have, have gotten into. And now I have it down to a science. But uh, it is, as my friend said, it is quite a commitment. But at the same time, uh, it's not in a commitment in a bad way. I do it freely of my own, my own will and my own enjoyment, my own passion. And I do it early. Uh, I do it in, mid, in mid-November. One time I started doing it in early November or mid-November, because we were going to be away for Thanksgiving. And so I said, well, geez, you know, we, you know we're, and we're going to come back. When we come back, it'll already be December. So we have to have the Christmas stuff up before we leave. So I probably did it, you know, five days before Thanksgiving. And then it was like, well, and usually what? Thanksgiving's around like the 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 25th. So if I did it that time on the 20th, then I was like, well, then what, what are you waiting for? So now I, I, I put up the Christmas decorations on November 15th. And by that week, you know, everything is done and I'm always, I'm still tinkering with things. And then we wait a, maybe a week l- later and then we put the, uh, the ornaments up around Thanksgiving time or maybe like Thanksgiving night. Then we'll put the, uh, in the evening, we'll put the, or that weekend. We'll put the uh, the ornaments on the tree, but it, it, it's a it's a major it's a major process. But uh, I I enjoy it, and I am I'm still not tired of doing it. But uh, but at the same time, I'm looking around and I'm looking at our house, and we've been here for you know for a while now. And uh, to 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 my point about earlier, like if you see. Joking with my friends, if you see a space that doesn't have anything, let me know. We've almost achieved that goal too, of filling almost every space. <laughs> Where anywhere you look, there seems to be something Christmas involved. Uh, that's the goal. Um, I'd like to think that it is tastefully displayed. Um, there's no question. There's stuff everywhere, but I'll, I'll have to. I have to tell you, there's also a very um, a comfortable feeling of being surrounded by that, of by this Christmas stuff. And and I said before how fast Christmas comes, and when you get older, it seems to come quicker than it than it than it did the year before. Yes, even though I've had this Christmas stuff up now for m- almost a m- about a month, right? Uh, here we are in Christ- It's Christmas week. It's this, this is the week of Christmas. And yes, this stuff has been up for about a month and yet it doesn't seem like it. I don't know. Do I dare to put it? I mean, I hate, 
I hate to treat Thanksgiving like a speed bump holiday, but and and, and the funny thing is, I even keep some of our our Thanksgiving stuff up amidst the Christmas stuff. I'll still keep a few little figurines and some Christmas or some Thanksgiving decorations amid all the Christmas stuff. But as soon as Thanksgiving is over, you know, by seven o'clock that night, it's gone and we're into full Christmas mode. Uh, I don't like to, um, as I said, I don't like to, uh, to give Thanksgiving the, the, the short shrift, but, um, but we've got uh, we got a lot of Santas and a lot of snowmen here, folks. So we we they need to be they're they're they're, they're they've been knocking at those the tops of those bins for for you know eleven twelve months. And I usually don't take the Christmas decorations down until right before my birthday. You know, according to the Catholic tradition, there's of course it's called January sixth is the is called the Epiphany, which which according to legend that's when the twelve uh, the three wise men. Uh, came to the stable after Jesus was born. And I've got my own rules about the nativity, and I've talked about that many times. Very quickly, your three wise men should not be at the stable when you put it up. If you put it up before Christmas, your three wise men should be arriving at the stable on January 6th. And your Jesus should not be in the stable until Christmas Day. Okay, that's that's just that's hey, that's not my rule. That's just that's the way it's supposed to be. If 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 you have a nativity scene, and you have your Jesus, and you have your three wise men in the stable, I get it. I I understand you want to make a scene. You want to make this commemorative scene. I understand that. But if you want to be historically correct, and you want to make it interactive, so this way it's a, it's a living nativity scene. You're always like my three wise men are always moving closer to the stable, and Jesus. Now you know on Christmas at at midnight. On Christmas Day, when it ticks over from Christmas Eve to Christmas Day, I go and get my baby Jesus, and I put him in my stable. So that nativity scene is not just put up and then forgotten. It's We're, we're, we're making additions to it all the time. But um, So I usually wait for the, the epiphany, and then I take it down maybe the day before my, uh, my birthday or so. But definitely, if it's not... It's like the next day after, because then it, you know it's it's been it's been two weeks after Christmas by then, and I think you know you you wait till New Year's and then you, and it's so funny before you know you I I can't wait to get this stuff up. I love being surrounded by it. It's just very comforting. Everywhere I look, there's a Santa. We have the Santa pillows. We have the snowman pillows. We have the dolls everywhere. You know, you could feel the 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 wall. The house feels closer. The walls feel closer in. Because there's so much stuff that we, it is closer. The house gets smaller because there's so much stuff, but it's comforting. And uh, and then also because my wife is into snowman and I'm into Santa, we leave the snowman up. We leave the snowman up. We take all the Christmas stuff down and all the Santas go down and they go into the bins. But then we leave the the snowman up throughout the house and they stay up until March first because that's the official meteorological spring. So the snowmen stay up, but there is something comforting and uh, and and warm about having all that stuff up. So I try to keep it up there as long as I can, from mid November till early January. Now, in terms of even getting into Christmas, um, you know, I mean, it, it seems like I I saw stuff up, you know, soon after Halloween. So I'm not the only one. And it seems like every year, maybe, maybe you know, like that song goes, we need a little Christmas right this very minute. 
you know, and especially in, in, in the last couple of years with all this COVID and pandemic stuff, maybe people just need to feel like, you know, Christmassy a lot earlier than they used to. I'm not, I don't know if that's going to wind up being a trend or not. It's always inched up, but it seems like now people are just, we, they, they, they people just want to feel in the, in the holiday spirit as long as they can. <laughs> but, um, so I'm, I'm looking around, uh, the house and, you know, it's filled with, with, with stuff and, um, a lot of it is older stuff too. As I said before, thanks so much to my mom. She kept so much of, of these, uh, these Christmas uh, items and trinkets and dolls and things that from when I was a little kid and I still have them and uh, other people would have thrown them out, but she kept them. And, uh, and I'm so glad she did because I have, I have real memories of these old things. And then we have now bought our own over the last, you know, decades that we've been married and so we now these i remember when we bought this there when we got this so we've got our own um christmas decorations that now have special memories for us and then i have my own from what, what my mom kept so um there's really something special about all those christmas decorations now as i said we are we're we're at the breaking point of <laughs> i mean there is my friends went through the house they didn't say oh by the way i saw a spot that was open that you need to fill that spot now i don't know if they were really looking or not but um so yeah i i've tried my best to fill every space uh within the living area there's yes there's yes there are santa and snowmen in each bathroom uh, <laughs> you name it every corner there's something there and so um uh, but I'm looking around this, and, and as I'm and I'm putting all these things up, and you know, and then you know, a reality every so often kind of hits you in these moments. You're you're, you're putting this stuff out, and it's and it's very nostalgic, and it's very fun, and um, and you, it bring back brings back these these memories. But then you, you know, but then also from my standpoint, it also brings back uh, brings up some realities of what. What am I going to do with all this stuff? Which is a common, you know, being a collector of a lot of memorabilia and a lot of things, that's, that's a common question that I, that I frequently have. Especially as I get, you know, every year you get a, another year older. I don't, you know, I don't have any kids to, to leave this stuff to. And, uh, and so there's, no, there's nobody going to be dividing this up and taking it. You know, th- at least that that would have a uh, you know a genuine attachment to it or right to it if that's the right word so my question is what am i going to do with all this stuff because you know that's the, that's the that's the thing it's like you know some people you know share your interest in things but they don't share it as much with the same kind of intensity perhaps that you do i have all this elton john memorabilia same kind of question what am i going to do with all this stuff you know, I mean, there's younger people now. They don't. They're not into Elton John like I am. I mean, there are some, but not as many, right? I mean, he's just he's he's, a, he's an artist of a, of a different era. Now, even though Santa and and Christmas never goes out of style, um, there's 15 bins, if not more, stuff too, and and, and other boxes of of things. 
you know, who is, is someone else going to, you know, to, 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 to quote my friend, is someone going to have the commitment that it takes to put all this stuff up every year? Will someone want this stuff? I don't know. And so that's really becoming a question now. Um, you know, it's like, okay, as I said before, we, you know, I, our tree is full. Our tree is literally jammed. It looks very cool because it's all red and white. So it looks great. And one year we even decided not to, we said, well, let's just leave it with the tree and the lights on it. And we did that one year and it looked nice and it was a heck of a lot easier to do. Uh, you know, it was another two and a half hours we'd have to do. But at the same time, uh, yes, it's a pain to bring up all the ornaments, but, and, you know, to put it up another two and a half hours, blah, blah. But boy, when it's done, it really looks nice. And it's like, yeah, you know, I do appreciate and I do prefer the tree decorated than just, you know, natural with just a few lights on it. But there really is nowhere else to put anything. So we have to decide, do we get another tree again? And where do we put it and and all that? And, you know, do we really want to do that? And the other side of the coin is, what do we do with all this stuff one day? That's a reality. You know, you don't want to think about it, but that's a reality. And some of our stuff is really nice. Uh, and some of it, you know, is, is, is um, you know, is, is old or, you know, it's, you know, it's valuable. It's certainly emotionally valuable. That's for sure. So, you know, it's, it's like, what are we going to do with this? And we've, we've been trying to every year, you know, be a little more, I guess, realistic and say, okay, we can't just, you know, there's a, there's so much Christmas stuff every year, some new stuff. It's like, you know, we're going to be good this year. And we always, we never, we, we have over the last several years, we haven't been going overboard, which is good, but we still have, we still have added to the collection. Now, if you saw what we have here, you would say there is no need to ever, there's no need to add to this. You've got everything you need. And we do. Until you until you walk around and you see this Santa or you see this snowman or you see something you go oh how cool is that I don't know I don't know I, I don't know what it is but it's just like oh it just hits you and then sometimes I've said oh no we can't buy that and then of course I sit there for three days later and go we have to go get that Santa we have to get that whatever thing so this year we haven't gotten as many ornaments. Thankfully, we only got maybe two or three or four, which is nothing compared to what we used to get. So we, we've done good on that front. We only got one stuffed Santa, this really cool electric peekaboo Santa where he, he raises his hat. It was so cool. I'm like, oh, my God, look at this peekaboo Santa. So we had to get him, right? <laughs> but we were like, okay, we have to stop, right? We're going to stop. But... So, so now everything is up, right? Everything was up and we're done, right? We, it's all decorated and we, 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 we went and we saw ornaments and there were some that we thought were cool, but we, but we actually at least did say to, to each other, do we really need this? And much to my surprise and my pride or proud, I was proud to say, we both said, no, we don't really need this. So that was good because that, that little self, um, 
that self-reflection never really was there 10 or 15 years ago. It was like, oh, look at this. Look how cool this is, you know. So now at least we're, 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 we're getting a little more discerning and we're getting a little more realistic. Even though we're still buying a few things, we're not buying major things, we're not buying a ton of things, but we're still adding to the collection we're not getting rid of. And I don't know if I can get rid of it. Everything, everything we have, I just love so much. I don't buy stuff for the sake of buying it. I buy it because it really, and now I'm going to use this phrase, it really does spark joy in me. So it's not just like buy something for the sake of buying it. it it's, 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 there is a discerning thing of the stuff that we do buy is like, wow, we both sort of, you know, and it's, it's funny, we, we, we really both have, my wife and I both have similar tastes in a lot of things. And we'll just see something and, and we'll give the look like, oh, how cool is that? And sometimes I'll think this is cool and she won't and vice versa. And then if, if we don't have that, that shared connection to this, that shared kind of instant thunderbolt that hits us, at the same time, then we don't get it. But the problem is that a lot of times we do share that, and so we get hit by that thunderbolt quite a bit. <laughs> but we're trying to dodge the thunderbolt a little more than we used to. Before, we used to open ourselves up and say, thunderbolt hit us. Whatever looks cool, we're going we, we're gonna to add to the collection. But the collection now is, I think, it's, it's pretty close to being a done collection. But, you know, is, that, is, is there ever a collection that, that stops? Does it... Does a collection stop on purpose or does it stop because the person collecting stops, right? <laughs> I think that's when most collections stop. But we're trying our hardest. And so the funny thing was, though, as hard as we think we're trying, so everything's up. We, we went to the, the store and we bought a few ornaments, but we, we didn't buy as many as we certainly could have. In past years, we probably would have bought double what we bought. And we did say, no, we don't really need that. So I, I felt like we were at least being responsible here. You know, we weren't just going hog wild. And like I said, if everything's up, you say, okay, it's done, right? All the decorations are up. You're finished. You're finished for the year. And so, <laughs> so I thought, which brings me, you know, to this question of, you know, can, can you ever really stop? So... <laughs> Uh, we went to uh, New York uh, for just a day and a half in, a couple weeks ago in mid-December. And uh, we went there. And so, you know, the, the Christmas in New York is very cool. There's a great vibe. Yes, it's crowded with people. There's hustle and bustle. It's way too crowded. There's way too many people. There's way too much pushing and shoving. And it, there's, you know, but it's still, that's the vibe. That, that is, that's, that's what, there's, there's a Christmas hustle. There's a Christmas bustle. And if you, were, if you were in that same kind of crowd on a Monday in March, it would be unbearable. But when it's Christmas, you, it, it seems like you, it's, it's all part of it. And there's all the lights. There's some great lights that they do in New York. Radio City Music Hall has a great tree and the great, the great tree at the Rockefeller Center. And a lot of, uh, you know, the Macy's uh, windows. And so there's a lot of great places to go in, in New York to, to get the Christmas spirit. Um, now, in my mind, we're done. We, we, we are done with Christmas stuff. And, uh, and, and we were somewhat, we were fairly proud of ourselves that we didn't go hog wild on adding to this stuff that we already have. 
So uh, I just so to, to prove that the uh, the willpower was real and lasting. When we were walking around New York, the weather we got really lucky with the weather was in the '60s, and it was you know it was beautiful. So I said, "Oh well, you know there is there is a Christmas store called the Christmas Cottage in New York City on Seventh Avenue. Oh, I don't know, near 50, 55th, fifty seventh, somewhere around there. And uh, we discovered it by accident. It used to be in the shadows of one of my favorite places to eat in New York, the Carnegie Deli, which sadly." closed now about five years ago but um so that's how we discovered it because we were we were walking down seventh avenue where the carnegie deli was and that's how we discovered it and so we would often go in there and buy just a little an ornament oh it's from new york it's from you know we got it from there and sometimes we'd buy a few things from there they had some really nice things but we always would just even if we didn't buy anything and many times we didn't but we would just you know make the 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 obligatory visit Oh, we're in New York, and we'll go to the Christmas cottage. So now, in my mind, we have bought everything that we are going to buy in 2021 for Christmas. And once again, there's this this little you know bell in the back of your head saying you you know you you've got all you need. You don't need to add any more, right? There's always that voice telling, even though I don't listen to that voice quite a bit, but that voice is still there. So I said, well, you know, we were walking back from Central Park to our hotel, which was in Midtown. And so I said, well, you know, we could always stop at the Christmas cottage on the way back. We have to crawl. We have to, you know, we could go down 7th Avenue. We, 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 you know, we can go down the street. And so my wife says, well, I mean, do we really need to go there? I mean, we've got it. What do we need to go there for? We've got everything. And I said, well, that's true. I said, but, you know, it's Christmas. We're here for Christmas. I'm wearing my Santa hat as we're walking around New York. In fact, what was interesting was, so I always bring my Santa hat. When I go out now around Christmas time, I will wear my Santa hat if I go out somewhere. I love Santa. What can I say? And I've been wearing my Santa hat for 35 years, if not more, out anywhere. And before now, everybody wears their Santa hats around. But I was, I was a trailblazer in the Santa hat wearing in public, kind of thing. I always wore it out, and people would always look at me like, "Whoa, where's that?" And now, you see it all the time. So anyway, I won't take credit for it, but I've been doing it for years. But it was funny. Um, so I brought my Santa hat with me to New York, and we're we're walking around for two days. Right, we're there for the Christmas spirit. So I put my Santa hat on, and I think that how I'm going to be, uh, you know. Yes, more people do walk wear them just casually around Christmas time. Uh, now, when they're out shopping or walking around, but still, it's it's still an oddity, or so I thought. We're walking around the streets of New York, and as soon as I get out of our hotel and under the street, I'm seeing people wearing Santa. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. We landed on Saturday, you know, Saturday morning in New York. So before I even wore my hat out, I had it in my suitcase, but I didn't unpack it yet. As we're taking our the cab into New York City from the airport, when we get into the city proper, as we're driving through the streets, I'm noticing a lot of people wearing Santa hats, Santa outfits, the full-blown outfits, 
men all dressed up, women wearing like the sexy short ones, you know, young women, all wearing hats. Some guys dress up like elves, but there's a lot of Santas. And they're mostly young people, but there's a lot of Santas. And and we're turning down different streets, going to different areas. So it's not like it's just one street. It's like every three or four blocks, there's, there's just pockets of Santas. And I'm like, well, there must have been a parade or something. Because why would all these people be wearing this Santa gear? And, and they're walking around the streets. They must have just got done with a parade or something. Because it was you know late morning, early afternoon. So I'm thinking, well, there must have been a major event or something. You know, all these that these young people, especially, were all dressed up in Santa suits for. They were giving stuffing away, or there was a parade or something. Because look at all these Santas. So we go into our room, and I take my Santa hat out, and I'm already wondering what's the deal. But I, so I'm, I know now. I'm like, I'm, I guess I'm, you know. I started a trend, even though I'm not going to get any credit for it, of wearing, you know, now these people are even wearing Santa suits. I'm just wearing a hat. I was just trying to be kind of subtle and cool at the same time. But, you know, and nowadays, not, there's no, subtlety is not even a, a word. I mean, you got to go, you know, full bore. So people are wearing the full-blown Santa outfits. But I put my hat on, okay. And uh, they're, they're everywhere still. There's still, I mean, now it's been, a, been an hour or so since I'm like, well, this parade, you know, if there was a parade, I mean, it had to have ended. Why are there still everywhere we're looking? There's all these pockets of Santas walking everywhere. So we went down to 34th Street where the miracle takes place, <laughs> which is that, and that is still my favorite Christmas movie, Miracle on 34th Street. So we go to Macy's to look at the windows and, uh, and, you know, congregating around macy's there are just santas everywhere female santas male santas transgender santas you name it there were him hers they's everybody is there all there's santas everywhere and so i'm like what the heck is going on so finally, I'm, you know, because I, I, all I have on is my Santa hat. I mean, I, I brought, when I was leaving Chicago and I packed my Santa hat, I'm like, boy, am I going to be cool, huh? When I get to New York and I put my Santa hat on and I'm walking around, people are going to be saying, well, look at the Christmas spirit that guy's in. And don't forget, I, now, I already have my festive pin on. I've had my festive pin on starting the day, you know, the evening of, of Thanksgiving as well. The festive pin then gets onto the coat. So I have my festive pin on to begin with, but now I've got this Santa hat. So people are like, wow, look at this guy way into the Christmas spirit. Well, now I am bombarded. I am like the least noticed of Christmas spirit because I am surrounded almost every street corner. We went to a, uh, we're walking down the street and there was a, you know, a Chick-fil-A and there had to be, 40 Santas sitting outside eating their Chick-fil-A's. So every there was Santas everywhere, every street you went on. There was, and they were mostly young people. And I'm like, what the heck is going on here? Now I'm even past the fact that no one's going to even care that I've got the Santa hat on. Now I'm just curious, what what is this? So when we get to 34th Street, there's just, it's like, it's, it's Santa Palooza. So I finally, 
see this woman walking, and she's got a full Santa outfit on. And I said, can I just ask you a quick? Because I have my Santa hat on, so I feel like, hey, uh, you know, even if you don't know that I don't know, I would think that a lot of people, even the Santa people, looked at me with my hat. Because there were some people that had had the full-blown Santa outfits on that were in packs, but some just had a hat on like me. So they may have maybe thought that I was a part of their group, even though I had no idea what they were doing. But because I had the, a Santa article on, I didn't have a whole suit on, but I had the hat on, so they may have thought, oh, whatever they were doing, I'm part of that, right? So I felt that I had the right to ask, uh, you know, because we're kindred spirits. I mean, I don't have the whole suit on, but and but I do have a Santa coat. If I would have known, I would have brought it. So I asked this woman, I said, can I just ask you a question? I've got my Santa hat on. So she probably thinks, hey, what are you asking me this question for? I'm, we're, you're, one of the, you're one of us, aren't you? And I said, and you'll find out what the one of us is. So I said, uh, can I ask you what, what's going on here today with all the Santas? And she said, oh, it's SantaCon. <laughs> she said, you know, it's a whole, everybody just, it's just one, you know, everybody gets together and they all wear the Santa outfit. It's kind of like a citywide pub crawl. And there's, you go to certain, uh, you know, bars in New York, apparently that are, that are, that are involved in the SantaCon. And, uh, you know, they, 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 they give, uh, the money you spend, they give a, a, a portion of it to charity, but it's just kind of like this major. It's it's like it's it's not it's it's almost it's it's kind of like a comic con. Only though, it's outside. It's a pub crawl. There's no. It's not an an, an, an a venue and an event for three days like comic con. Everybody dresses up like their favorite superhero or villain. For Santa con, everybody dresses up like Santa, but they walk the streets. And they go to bars and they spread holiday cheer and whatever they're spreading. Uh, <laughs> but um, but I had never heard of this. And so I said, oh, I said, well, did you, is there, she goes, well, you know, we all meet early in the morning in Times Square. We all, everybody knows that's where you go to meet at a certain time. And then everybody just breaks off and walks around the city with their Santa outfits and they go to different bars. And, and I could tell that because they said, so it's mostly young people because who else would be doing a pub crawl like this? Uh, they're all dressed up in their Santa outfits and, uh, and some of them looked like they were drunk, but others were just, you know, hey, look at me. Once again, we're in a, we're in a look at me kind of uh, society. So this is perfect. But New York was inundated with Santas of all ages, size, and sexes uh, on this Saturday. It was uh, December 12th. Now, I don't know if that's the day that they're... Now, so the funny thing is that we went there on that day not knowing... Oh, no, it was the 11th, September, uh, December 11th. Not knowing anything that there was a SantaCon in... New York that date. And at the same time, there were people probably from all around the country flying into New York just for that. And I brought my hat once again, not knowing about SantaCon, but little do I know that I guess I've been a participant in SantaCon without ever knowing it. But wow, these folks were like, I mean, once again, they were all, and then some of them, you know, were, were very risque and some were off the charts with their Santa outfits. 
but um, so I my my Santa hat was a little muted this year because when I was walking around the city, because there was there was everywhere you looked there was a, pa- a, a pocket of Santas, a pack of Santas, walking down the street yelling and whatever. So, uh, but that but also it was kind of cool to be there for we went there specifically to to gobble up some some holiday spirit. So it was kind of cool that there were all these Santas walking around. Because you got to love that outfit. You got to love that red outfit. But um, but so we go to the Christmas store. Uh, my wife says, well, why, why, why do we have to go? I'm like, well, we'll just go. We're there for Christmas. We're here. That's why we're here, right? We'll take a look around. We've got everything we need, but, you know, kill a little time and get a little Christmas spirit. Well, <laughs> we walk in the store and we're looking around and there's some really nice stuff in there, but nothing's really, you know, jumping out at us. So I'm like, we'll make it through this trip and we'll make it through this visit to the Christmas cottage in New York on 7th Avenue. And I'm not getting any plugs. I'm just letting you know in case you ever go to New York and you want to go to the Christmas cottage, it's on 7th Avenue near 57th or 55th, right around there, just for your own benefit, not getting any promotional <laughs> endorsements. Um, but uh, we're looking around, and it's like, oh, well, yeah, that's kind of nice, but, you know, we've got everything. And so I'm, I'm pretty happy that we're going to get in and out of the Christmas cottage without spending any money. I'm pretty proud of that fact, and I'm proud of, of, of Christmas 2021 that we didn't go hog wild. Yes, we added a few things, but certainly not as much as, we, as we've had in, in many years past, and we have been slowly making a cognizant effort to, um, to limit our Christmas decoration buying because we, we have enough. And then there was this moment, like I mentioned to you earlier, when we look at one another and we go, oh, dear. and that happened there was this really cool santa face this hanging santa face it was kind of a vintage called the vintage santa face that's exactly what it's called and it had this old looking santa face and uh it's a relief it's 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 you know it's molded like a face flat on the on the back to hang it against a wall but 3d almost like a bust you know almost like a a deer that you would hang you know on a wall you know this this is santa's face and uh just Vintage looking, which we love all the vintage Santas. I said I have these these dolls that are decades old, so I love the vintage Santa to begin with. And then it was decorated with glitter on it. Oh, it's just wow. The first run through, I I don't I didn't see it. My I don't know if my wife saw it, but I didn't see it. But then she must have seen it because she told me about it. And then when she she said, Look at this. And then I looked at that, and then I looked at her. And she said, I knew we were in trouble because you went, oh. She goes, whenever you do the, oh. She goes, I know we're going to get something. (laughs) And while there was a little hemming and hawing, it was so cool. And it wasn't 
overly expensive. It wasn't. I, I thought it would be much more than it was, to be honest. And so the price was was well within. It wasn't going to be like, oh my god, this is a, this is you know we're we're being too extravagant here. So I was surprised. Maybe the maybe the maybe the price was lower just because you know they're trying to get people to buy more stuff if they keep you know inflation is everywhere so if you if you, if you add to the inflation people aren't going to keep buying things so maybe the the price was lower you know on purpose so the price was not crazy and it really was cool and it's like wow that i well i mean I, you know i could pass on a few things but i i never seen that around our house at home and are we going to, you know, and we can't come back and get this, right? We, we're leaving tomorrow. So if we say no to this, are we going to get home and then say, why didn't we buy that Santa face? <laughs> Which we have certainly done many times. And so we we gave the look to one another and, yeah, I guess we're going to have that Santa face. And so the Santa face is now, in fact, there is so little room in our house. I had to take a picture down. We had a, a picture hanging on a certain wall. It's like we, 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 there's nowhere we can just add this. We have to take this picture down and put the Santa face in its place and we'll replace the picture when, when Christmas is done. So that's where, I mean, we're landlocked here with, with, with these decorations. But, oh, my gosh, do I love the Santa face. <laughs> I'm trying my hardest not to buy this stuff. The addiction is very difficult to kick, and I'm trying my hardest, and I'm making some progress, but I guess I can't go cold turkey. But my question remains, what do I do with this stuff? You know, who do I, do I give it to somebody? Do I donate it to somebody? Do I have a garage sale? Do I sell it on eBay? I mean, I, 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 I mean, I would certainly. I mean, I've bought things off of eBay that people are selling. I have no problems with that. I'm, I'm certainly a capitalist, but at the same time, I certainly hope I would like to give it to somebody that could really, that really likes it and 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 will appreciate it too. And I would, and I would have no problems giving that away if I knew that it had a good home. <laughs> But I don't know. Do I now? You know. So so I've talked to friends and like. Well, you know, you could have a garage sale. You know, like in October. You know, like in this fall when it's the weather's nice. Have a Christmas if you if there's some stuff that you definitely want to start to get rid of. Have a Christmas garage sale or yard sale. Or you know, if you want to really be serious about it, you know, you can go on eBay and you can you know you can sell this stuff. There's even companies or people that will. Will do it for you, or you can maybe have an estate sale. Go to a, do it. Go to an estate sale place, and say, "Here's this stuff." Now I'm, you know, and now these are all questions. I mean, I'm not ready to do this yet, but I, I, I am thinking about it. Like, what do I do with this? I, you know, I don't have that that natural, um, you know, air to give it to. You know, let them worry about it. You know, my mom and dad, you know, they passed things on to me. Uh, fine, that that was natural, right? But I don't have kids to give it to. So, and they don't have, so, you know, the people that are going to, that, that are going to get this, I, I would want, there's some really cool stuff here. So hopefully it's somebody that really loves Christmas and loves Santa. 
as much as I do. I don't know if there's many people out there like that, but, but hopefully there are. But I'm, I, as every year that goes on now, I, I, I'm, I'm putting this stuff up and I'm buying it and I'm also wondering, what am I going to do with it? And so I, I, I'm, I'm not ready to, to have the garage sale yet. Everything that I put up, I enjoy. We, I have thrown some things out that have gotten too old or have just lost, as I said before. They, they didn't pa- they've lost their luster. They don't pass muster. But I've gotten down to a point now where, where the stuff that we have, I am attached to all of it. So I'm not ready yet. But if you have any ideas as to how, you know, I don't know, could, could I donate it? Do you think that someone, do you think a, a hospital or or a nursing home or, you know, would they want it? I, w- I, would, I, would, I would do that somewhere down the line. I don't need to make money off of this, really. I mean, I'm, it certainly would be nice. I'm, I, I, you know, but it would certainly take effort. It wouldn't be easy. I'd like to someone, I like for someone in my world, I'd like for someone to come by and see the whole, all the stuff and say, okay, I'll give you X amount for all of your Christmas stuff. And I'd love to just be able to say, okay, take it all. Here's, we'll put it in the bins and pick it up tomorrow and give me the check and we're done. To, to sell this stuff piecemeal would be quite an effort. You know, one by one would be quite an effort. We probably got, I don't know, two or 300 ornaments and all these. I mean, it would, this would be a lot of effort to do this. But I don't know. Is that, is that a route I take? Or, or I don't know. Is there, is there, is there a place that would, that would take this stuff? And, and if I donated, would, would they put it up? Like I said, I would, I would, I would assume I'd be a nursing home. It would be nice. You know, a nice festive, you know, put all this stuff up in a nursing home. That would be nice, right? Or, or some place where, where where kids, like a maybe a children's hospital. You know, donate to a children's hospital. Would they use it? I would hope so. So I don't know. But if you have any ideas, I'd love for you to just go on my Facebook page and let me know, because uh, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet to, di- to to get rid of all this and divest everything. And hopefully, I won't have to do this for another thirty years. <laughs> but there's going to come a time and I'd like to at least have an idea of what I'm going to do with all this stuff. But for right now, I have to tell you, it still warms my heart. It still sparks joy in me. <laughs> I still am committed to put it up. I still love to be surrounded by it. I love the nostalgia of it. I love the memories of so many of these items that they, that they bring back for me. And so uh, it is a passion of mine. It's an addiction of mine, I guess, but it's one that I, I'm not ready to go to a, uh, you know, a, a Christmas AA meeting for. Uh, my name is Jim, and I am a Christmas decorations <laughs> addict. I'm not ready for that. I enjoy it. I'm, I, I enjoy the commitment. I enjoy putting it up. I enjoy being surrounded by it. And I look forward to it every year. But I also have to be realistic and realize that there comes a time when I won't be able to put this stuff up like this and, and, and have 16, you know, 16 hours to do this over two days and, and walking up and down the stairs. And so I would like to at least have an idea of what I might be able to do with this stuff. 
So if you have any ideas, let me know. But for right now, I'm loving my Christmas decorations. Next year, I will try my hardest not to indulge. But I just have a feeling that somewhere out there right now, there is some kind of a Santa-related item that's being made and designed and made somewhere in some factory in some country or right in this country. A year from now, it's being made right now, most likely. And that's going to find its way into my house because we're going to see it somewhere. And my wife and I are going to give that look to one another and I'm going to go, oh. And when the look and the oh happens, it becomes a part of my collection. (laughs) Just one more thing to one day have to wonder where it's going to wind up. But for right now, I'm so glad it winds up in my house and around me because for me, the Christmas decorations are a major part of why I love Christmas so much. And so let me just say to you, for the Christmas of 2021, it's been a crazy year. The last two years have been crazy, but hopefully this holiday season will find you safe, will find you healthy, and will find you full of Yuletide joy. And hopefully you will appreciate and celebrate your own Christmas decorations and your own Christmas memories. And that old, your own Christmas spirit in your own way. Happy Christmas. And so ends another episode of Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic. Every Monday, a new episode is posted at WGNRadio.com or wherever you go to find your favorite podcast. We are there. And don't forget to tell your friends and your family to send them a link, send them a message that your favorite podcast is Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic and it should be theirs too. Your loyalty and devotion is much appreciated. Hope you enjoyed episode number 291. I'm Jim Toronto. I ain't here on business. I'm only here for fun. You've been listening to Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic from the end of the web to your screen.